Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. One Star Rewind. All right, listeners, we are back with another riveting episode of One Star <laughs> Rewind. Uh, before I get into my guest here, as always, One Star Rewind is produced, edited uh, on Rogue Media Network. So that's where you can get all your podcasts. Yeah, not just this awesome one, but many other ones. Uh, and then also this episode is brought to you by Waco Escape Rooms, where unlocking a door will never feel the same again. So if you want your escape room needs, go to Waco Escape Rooms. Um well, Kim, thank you for being here today. Sure. I, I like, I'm so excited. <laughs> I got to hear you talk last week um, at a networking deal and yeah, you told yeah. your story and how everything got started. And so we, I, I want to get into that a, a little bit, but then obviously we'll talk about the review that, that you got and we'll kind of dissect that, yes. ask you what happened and, and go from there. Great. Sound good? Sounds awesome. Okay. Well, Kim, before we get rocking and rolling into the review, I always like to start off, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, kind of where where you're from, how, how Kim got to be Kim, uh, <laughs> and then also how you got started with the business. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. I grew up in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Okay. And um, uh, in a, my mom and dad stayed together and so I had a two-parent home growing up which is right. not like most people sure. um but my mom um loved to cook and my grandmas loved to cook and they could really bring it and yeah. so I just saw what good food could do sure. to to pull people together yeah. and my mom used it really used it as a, a way of serving mm -hmm. people she would cook for a hundred kids at youth camp and yeah. you know yeah and we always had the best sure food it was like this this time where it wasn't just like i need this thing in five minutes i'm on mm -hmm. the go i need to go somewhere it was more like let's yes. let's sit down and really have that community and and exactly. talk to people and things like that i love it yes cool. and that and that was you know that was kind of how i was raised and so i saw that food could be used to celebrate mm -hmm. uh, occasions in life whether cool. it's yep I got a good report card. <laughs> yes. You know? I didn't have many of those, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, I can't. Right. <laughs> and, and so I think growing up, I saw the connection of like doing something with excellence mm -hmm. and to bring people together. Sure. And so um, I came to Baylor in 1986 and graduated cool. in 1990 with an economics degree. Yeah. And you know, uh, after that, I had really thought I'd love to actually go overseas and do missions, but I wanted to do business sure. as missions um, and take some type of business to <clears throat> another country. Really cool. But, yeah, I just, that's like, awesome. But I didn't know what that would look like. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. I didn't have a clue. It's like, that'd be fun, you know? <laughs> well, Waco was just such a thriving town back then. It was, exactly. I, I can't imagine you wanted to leave. Right. Waco, Waco no. Okay. And well, actually, that was what I commit. That's what I told my friends was like, when I graduate, yeah. okay, I'm not going to live in Texas. I will not sure. live in Dallas. And the last place I'm going to live is Waco. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I've been here ever since. Yep, that's what happens. <laughs> does that suck, man? Yeah. It sucks you in or whatever it, it does. does. Yes. It does. Yeah. Um. But came, I did actually leave and go back to Dallas for a year, and mm -hmm. then I did move back to do a like a 
missions training discipleship school at my church yeah. at the time and was like, I'm going to go hike the Himalayas and reach <laughs> the unreach. And then lo and behold, God just was like, look at these kids in your own community. Yeah. And it yeah. was just like, yep. okay. Yeah. Um, so I thought, oh, I'll do this. You know, I'll, I'll work with kids in the community for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And being a business major, I didn't know what you did with kids. And <laughs> so, I was like, I didn't like babysitting in high school. Yeah, And yeah. so it was like, but, you know, got out in the parks with kids and loved on them and cool. played games and told them about God's love. And it really, yeah. it, I saw, you know, there's kids who just don't, you know, parents have to work, mm-hmm. you know, 70 hours a, a week to sure. keep, keep the house going. And, yep, yep. and it was just like, wow, if I could just be a friend yeah. that could listen sure. and, you know, take them, take them somewhere, yeah. you know, cause mom's working and yeah. she needs some backup. Yeah. And so for sure that was kind of like, wow. That, mm-hmm. Okay. So I ended up working with students in the North Waco area for about 15 years. Oh, great. Cool. And so I, uh, <clears throat> uh, had many opportunities to, uh, experience, you know, um, just walking with kids in the day to day. Yeah. And, yeah. um, and really like getting to, to know them, right. Like really right. becoming a, a staple in their life. I imagine, right. I mean, maybe not all of them, but probably a, a few or, yeah. or maybe it was everybody. No, no. Uh, yeah. But yeah. 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 And you had your handful that your hand full, that would be, sure. um, you know, your ones that you felt like you connected well with. Yeah. And that was always such an awesome opportunity. But as our kids, got older and we had a, I think I shared this last week as our kids got older and we had a after school tutoring and mentoring yep. for our students. Okay. Um, our older students would leave the program cause their parents would want them to go get jobs, yep. which I totally get. Yep. Um, but I would say about half of our students couldn't really handle holding on to a job. Sure. And you know, of you got to call someone when you don't have a ride. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah, things like that. Yeah, which in yeah. the fast food business, it's like if you're a sure. no call, no show. Oh my gosh, you're, you're done. You're done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we we tell our we we have a, a program working with high school students, and you kind of saw some of them yeah. as you came in here. Yeah. We we tell them like we're we're gonna have the most grace with you in in probably your your uh, job career. You know it, but even with us, it's like if you're not gonna be here, if something comes up, if you're if you stayed out too late and you're not, I get it. You got to text us like, right. or, or send an email. Just, I know it's, Something. I know you don't want to, and I know it feels like uh, it's embarrassing or whatever, but that is a hundred times worse than just nothing and right. not showing up. Exactly. At least tell us you're not coming so we can game plan. And that's just part of that communication that the, yeah. the, the no show and don't tell us. Yeah. Like you might get one strike at a, another place. You know, I, I, I worked at a, very popular chicken place uh, here in Waco. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, they, they, get, they give you one, you know, but if you don't do that next time, it's like, don't yeah. come back, you know? So yeah. yeah, I hear you. Yeah. And there's that thing in me that's like, okay, now you're just walking on the streets mm-hmm. and now you've lost your spot mm-hmm. in our program. Sure. But how, how can we support them in a way that can really get them to that next level? Yeah. And so I... I just was like, Lord, what, what do I, what do I do practically mm-hmm. that could do something to support them and not just be a little church program mm-hmm. and just praying, thinking through it. 
just kind of had that nudge in my heart from God, like, sure, you should start a bakery. There and you I'm go. Just, just yeah. like, no, no, God, not a bakery, no. <laughs> not a bakery, please. <laughs> Any other business, right? No. Right. Okay, I mean, because cool. it was just like food yeah. service is hard. Yeah, and like, and and we'll get into this, but and, and you're you're the expert, but like the prep that goes mm-hmm. into a bakery, but yeah. it, it's like nothing like any other yeah. style of business. You know, it's if a not throwing like a coffee shop, not that I even know how coffee shops are run, but, but yeah. I don't think you're showing up at three and four in the morning to prep for coffee to be ready to be <laughs> roasted. Like unless you're <laughs> roasting coffee, but yeah, dude, yeah. I feel you. The bakery <laughs> business, oh baby. Yeah. So, okay. But you yeah. felt called. I felt that called was to do that. Cool. Okay. And then, um, so I kind of phased out of working with the, the students um, to go start that. But then the economy, it was 2007. Okay. So yeah, sure. 2007, 2008. Yeah, we're about to hit a not yeah. very good time. Right. Gotcha. Right. Yep. So um, my I go to work at Starbucks as a shift manager at mm-hmm. 37 years old. Yeah. You know, and all the shift managers are like 21. Sure. And <laughs> I'm like their mom's age. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so, I mean, it was like super humbling for me sure. just because it's like I have an, a degree in economics and I've yeah. led lots of people and here I am as a ship manager. Yeah. So it was super, It you know, it was super hard and super awesome. Yeah. Because it really, it just stripped me of any pretense sure. or what I thought about myself or what I thought other people would think about yeah, me. Yeah, definitely. So it was so character building. Yeah. Um. And I ended up being a shift manager for like seven years. Mm. Um, but within the ser- first six months of that, I, my health kind of fell apart. And I was mm. having like three migraines a mm. week. Oh, my goodness. And it was like debilitating migraines. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. And I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia and chronic mm. fatigue syndrome. So it was mm. like I did about 30, 35 hours at Starbucks and I would go home and just yeah. pass out. And sure. I was like, I'd, I can't do a bakery if, yeah. I, if I tried. Sure. You know. Yeah. yeah. And so I kind of let that dream die. And then um, I was like, I guess I'll just be a shift manager at Starbucks <laughs> for the rest of my life. Yeah. Um, but in 2012, 2013, just kind of felt that nudging again in my heart from God of like, hey, let's let's look at doing that bakery thing again. Cool. And I was like, yeah, OK, yeah. I don't. OK, <laughs> so <laughs> sure. Here sure. We go. Cool. Um, but I really. We have, and I'm friends with the other bakery owners in town. I was like, mm-hmm. we don't need another bakery in mm-hmm. this town. Yeah. Well, no. So back to 2012, 2013, was there like, who, who was like, where was the place to get? Baked goods. Baked goods. Simply delicious. Sweetness yes, de- desserts. It okay. just opened up their beautiful shop. Okay. You know, um, and uh what about cupcakes? So I Oh mean, yeah, what that uh, on Franklin there. Yeah. That was kind of my time where I wasn't here. I I had finished my masters in 2013 mm. and then left for a year and a half and then came back in 2015. So okay. there kind of was that 13, 14, 15 range right. where if stuff happened or opened I I was like, "Oh, yeah, I didn't know about that." So And then you come back and it's like instant city. Yeah, it's like, yeah. "Whoa, here we go." So, right. yeah, <laughs> crazy. Okay, so yeah. you had some so the, the the Lord tugging on your heart, saying, mm-hmm. "I think you should do a bakery." Mm-hmm. Reached out to some other folks that were running bakeries. Mm-hmm. Was that still like progressing to when you were like, "We're going to open Bake Bliss," or when were you still kind of on the fence <clears throat> about those things? Well, I think it was like, well, if 
it's sort of that phrase of like, if God said it, we're going to do mm-hmm. it, you know. But yeah. I just was like, okay, what does that even look like? Because sure. most people in Texas yeah. and Waco think, if you think bakery, you're thinking cupcakes and custom cakes. Mm-hmm. And I like dang good cake. But yeah. at the same sure. time, <laughs> it's like, what else can you do? Yeah. So I was still working at Starbucks um, full time. Mm-hmm. But my my good friend was like, hey, you got a big house. Yeah. Why don't you just try different things? And sure. people know you love to cook. And then just post it somewhere yeah. or, or say. See if they'll buy it. See yeah. if they'll buy they'll it. want it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Cool. And so people just started showing up. So I <laughs> was just like. Knocking at the door. Yep. Eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> it Damn. was. That's cool. Totes. I mean, I did like free coffee and tea because i you know got it from work yeah. because we yeah. get that and then um i was like well why don't we try cinnamon rolls and sure. why don't we try bacon cheddar scones oh, and man and those things will change your life it, but i had one earlier today before we started and my <laughs> life has been changed <laughs> before we so just to let you know full disclosure it does change your life so it was amazing oh good um but i think I just wanted to see what does the market want. Sure. Because it's like, I don't want to go get into a bunch of debt and go, we're going to make something. (laughs) That was fun. And that was fun. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Sure. So um, I just was like, what does the market want? Let's try these different things and see what people Mm -hmm. purchase. And it was just a safe way for me to play in my kitchen. Yeah. You know, didn't have rent, all that stuff. Yeah. So um, anyway, after a couple of years i would do it like in the fall and spring and Mm -hmm. um and then in the fall of 2015 joanna Gaines called me and we had friends in common but i didn't know her and she just was like hey look we just opened our guest house Mm -hmm. and um we just we need someone who's willing to kind of bring some breakfast pastries yeah. to for our guests two or three times a sure. week. And yeah. is that something you'd be interested in? And <laughs> you're just like, uh, do you say no? To this? <laughs> I think there's probably a, a rule where you're just like, yes. Like, right, I, right. I just don't say no to Joanna. Right. Like, I guess, sure. What do you need? Yeah, right. sure. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so we started doing that and taking baking cheddar scones and cool. mini cinnies out two or three times a week. And then... Is that the one out... Is that McGregor? Mm-hmm. In McGregor. Okay, okay. That's what I thought. But I yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I mean, I was, I don't have television and I mean, I know her. Yeah. But I never had really watched the show. Yeah. So when I told people that this was, they were like, what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, this is <laughs> this is a big deal. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember my parents. Why? I mean, my mom and dad like loved like any home makeover show. They were like all about. You know, it didn't, yeah. didn't matter what it was, or who it was, the host, or they just watched it. Right. But I remember they they had that like they would specifically watch Fixer Upper because of Waco, yes. and they're like, oh, my son went to Baylor, and that's in that town, and you know, they always like watch this. So I would watch a few episodes here and uh-huh. there, but that I just remember that was just because it was in Waco. They just like, hey, let's watch this show. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, if you didn't have TV, yeah. <laughs> you were you weren't watching them. Right. So yeah, yeah. Um, and then in January or February of 2016, she called me again and just said, "We're trying to get a bakery opened on mm-hmm. property for the silos." Yeah. But our our visitors just keep growing exponentially sure. and we've already outgrown the bakery before we've even opened the bakery. Yeah. And so is there any way you could maybe uh, do some wholesale 
product for us, mm-hmm. like your breakfast pastries. We love your cinnamon rolls. Yeah. And so, you know, it's like, sure. What she didn't know is I'd already been looking for like a year for commercial space that we could afford to yeah. outfit out. And sure. um, I was like, yeah, sure. And she was like, <laughs> anything for you. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, yeah. So one little catch is that we need to know in like two weeks, mm. if you'll be able to move out of your house and yeah. do this. Yeah. And I was like, sure. <laughs> we have a spot in mind. Yeah. 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 So, but the next day, one of my good friends calls me and says, look, hey, there's this old abandoned gas station that mm-hmm. I pass every day on the way to work. Yeah. And, you know, I, hey, if we can, if we can afford it, I'll fix it up and I'll be cool. your landlord. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, <laughs> great, sure. Give me a bakery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And it was just like, um, like in... Down the street from Mission Waco, if you mm-hmm. know where that is, in yeah. Dees Mediterranean, between um, Boskin um, Cold Court on mm-hmm. 15th Street. Yeah. And that area is pretty high risk sure. um, in our community for yeah. years. Now, Mission Waco has just done mm-hmm. phenomenal job yeah. in the community. And so I I had confidence going into yeah. it. Yeah. But the building was mustard and mauve. And... Um, Great colors, by the great, way. No. Great colors. <laughs> yeah. And the mustard, mustard was like spray paint. Oh, on. no. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, it's just, it just goes back to like, do I have faith to see beyond the nasty? Sure. And see yep. see what God wants to do. Yep. And so, um, anyway, we looked at that. Within six weeks, my friend bought it. Cool. We fixed it up. Yes. So, by May, we were moving me out of my house and into... May of this is 2016, 2016. still? Okay, mm-hmm. cool, cool. Yeah. So I just, I had to I had to shut down retail sales because there was really no room inside the, sure. the bakery for customers. Yeah. Because it was so small. Yeah. And I had to figure out, what are you going to do yeah. for customers? Yeah. And so um, that first year that we worked with, um, Silos Baking Co. I I was like I'm an at home baker, sure. and we're making thousands yeah. of cinnamon rolls sure. and scones a week, yeah. and I I I don't know yeah. I don't know how to do this. Yeah. So I just was like, okay, I'm just gonna take a year, sure, and do this, and then yeah. we'll figure out. Well, and I think that's fun. like like I see that transition because and, and it being stressful because you you probably your your maybe your normal pathway would be like you're at home. And then you start to get maybe a few little accounts. Mm-hmm, and then you're exactly. like, okay, now I can do a kitchen, or my, a commercial kitchen. Yep. Then you build up. And then you're like, oh, maybe I can get a big account like like Silo Baking Co. Right. Typically not the home to the big account. And it's like exactly. now you're going zero to 60. And, and it's exactly but, what I felt like. But Kim, I mean, that's incredible. Like a lot of people, and I'm sure there's like little moments in here where, you know, things were teetering or whatever. But like. Mm. People maybe would have folded under that kind mm. of not even say pressure, but just workload, mm-hmm. and maybe do it for a few, you know, six seven months, and then just yeah. can't keep up with something or develop it into what you have. Yeah. And so I think that's, um, I mean, that's a testament to you and and the Lord giving you strength and bringing yes. people. I, I know you probably weren't doing all this by yourself no. in there, right? Yeah. So bringing on folks to help you, yeah, employees and things like that. Yeah. So yeah, very cool. Yeah, it was. I mean, 
if anybody asks, I mean, we worked with Magnolia for about a year and a half, and they converted one of their warehouses into like a massive industrial kitchen. Sure. Because they're servicing thousands oh, yeah. of people every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. And, um, but I basically didn't sleep for, you know, a year and a <laughs> half. <laughs> Finally, you're like, put my head on the pillow and, it, and go. It's, it was really true. Yeah, cool. but, but see, in the middle of all this, I still sure. had all my weird dysfunctions. And mm, I had been... Stuff this, going on, yeah. Yeah, and so it's like random fatigue and the doctor's like, don't work more than four hours a day. And mm -hmm. you're like, hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm, you're working 16-hour days. So anybody <laughs> who asks me anything from that time yeah. period, I'm like, I have PTSD. I don't... <laughs> I don't know what happened then. Yeah, you were there, but it's like, I don't really remember. I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. Right. Yeah, yeah. So that's why we have you on a podcast to talk about it. So that's a great idea. No, I'm kidding. Uh, and now a word from our sponsors. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Frozen, Frozen, heroes. Gonna tell you about Frozen, Frozen, heroes. Gonna tell you about. Hey, I'm Zach. And I'm Mike. And we have a fantastic new podcast to tell you about. Bros, foes, and heroes. It's the two of us looking into the world of comics, breaking down some characters that you may have never heard of, and some that are just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, so Zach comes up with a character each time, and uh, I go into it just completely blind. I don't know who this person is or what their abilities are or anything, and, and basically I guess we kind of go over their origin story. And just some of the ridiculous stuff that maybe, especially Golden Age stuff. Oh, Golden yeah. Age stuff is always the best. And we will make sure to highlight all of the shenanigans and just absolute weirdness yeah. of everything. Yeah, that's right. So subscribe today and uh, follow us on Instagram at Bros Bros Heroes. And if you don't, I know where you live. Not really, but please subscribe. <laughs> bros and Bros and Heroes. Gonna tell you about Frozen, Frozen, Heroes, gonna tell you about. 911, what's your emergency? Do you hear that? It's coming from the house. It's coming from inside the house? Uh, do you mean, could it be? The Walter House. New from Rogue Media. Two haunted hotties talking about haunted places. Every episode, we dive deep into the darkest places and give you a bit of history. We're getting spooky in all the right places. You've gobbled your last ghoul. Follow along for the craziest and spookiest stories with Debbie's Dark Tourism. The Stanley Hotel, Winchester House, The Alamo, Hotel Monte Vista, and more spooky places. Find us at the underscore Poltergals. P-O-L-T-E-R-G-A-L-S. Look over your shoulder. It's us, the Poltergals. Wherever you consume the podcast, you can find us there.
Hey y'all, I'm April. Hi, I'm Caroline. And we have a new podcast for you. What's it called, Caroline? Uh, Bloody Happy Hour. It's going to be your new favorite guilty pleasure. We're going to talk about some bloody stuff. Serial killers. True crime. Rape. <laughs> Rapists. Why not join us? We'll have a good time. You literally never know. I don't know what I'm going to say. <laughs> Bloody Happy Hour. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs> anyway, so we, for about a year, worked with them solely. Yeah. And then I was like, Dad, my dad is yeah. an accountant by trade, yeah. but loves to do construction stuff. Yeah. And I was like, where are we going to put customers? Yeah. You know? And so we were talking about it, and his friend, he was talking to his friend, he's like, I got an old FEMA trailer in the back 40 you can have. <laughs> it's like, you got to love the friend like that. <laughs> right? Because you're like, food trucks are dang expensive. Yeah, they are. And we had just spent all this money on tricking out the kitchen. Sure. And I was like, Sixteen to twenty five thousand dollars for something that we could haul somewhere. Sure. And I was just like, hmm. So when that proposal came up, he hauled it here and my dad and him like gutted the inside and made a kitchen on the inside and then he's like, This is what I was thinking, we could do a deck and (laughs) and my dad like designed and built this deck. Awesome. At like seventy eight years old. Yeah. I'm picturing now, like, as you're telling the story, I mean, I, I love your location. It's so cute, and I just, like, Thank it you. has that outside vibe and right? all the eclecticness, and now I'm seeing how this is all coming together, so it's so awesome. Isn't that fun? Yeah. And I just, like, I saw it in my mind that when when it kind of was coming together, I would tell people, we're going to have this, and we're going to mm. have that. And then when it actually did come together, yeah. people were like, Wow, Kim, this looks amazing. We didn't think you could do it. No. I mean, no. Yeah. Yes. No. And people are like, you survived. You know. Yeah. And- <laughs> it's like, thanks for the help. Yeah. No. But it's like, I know. I told you six months ago what we were going to do. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So sure. um, just when you when we kind of started standing on our own two feet, mm-hmm. um, it, it was just having seven years experience at Starbucks as a shift manager. And I don't think people understand uh, when you're a shift lead at a restaurant or somewhere, you are taking on the expectations of the manager and corporate, and you're taking on the expectations of the employees who see you like them. And so there's this constant tension of, I have to do inventory. I have to control this, but I also have to influence and, rally the employees to say yeah. i know corporate just told us that we're going to start doing this two days ago but but i, I believe in you, you but i it. believe yeah. in you we can do this yeah we can do it they it's, see the look in your face and they're like i don't know if you yeah, can do like, it yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so so i mean i felt like i had enough understanding of structure sure but at the same time um when you're doing it for yourself yeah and you're forming structure around yeah. mm-hmm. what you're building yeah uh, I, I I feel like a majority of the bad reviews we've got, I've taken taken it in whether or not I respond to most of them, but sure. whether or not I respond to them, I'm like, oh yeah, let's learn from this. Sure, what needs to be yeah, what needs to be filled out good in our 
organization. Yeah. Yes. And like I told you, it's like, yeah. I eat complaints for breakfast. Bring yeah. it on. Bring it on. I want to know. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I want I want people to have a sure. positive experience. Yeah. And I feel like food is different than like going to Best Buy for a refrigerator. If your refrigerator breaks down, mm-hmm. you've got that five-year warranty or yeah. you send it back yep. and you just get a new one. Yeah. But like I, one of the th- phrases that I like to say at Baked Bliss is, Baked Bliss is a celebration of all things baked mm-hmm. and we use food to celebrate life occasions cool. and if you get if you get a a cake that isn't just totally awesome and you celebrate your grandma's 90th birthday yeah you can't get that back no you can't you can't no and so yeah. that's pretty much what drives me cool um is just that when you come whether you're just getting a cinnamon roll for yeah. five something mm-hmm. or a hundred dollar cake yeah that you're gonna you, you're gonna have a memory of that moment, sure. or the cheddar bacon scone, or the or the cheddar, cheddar bacon, bacon that I'm mm-hmm. still having a memory of. Exactly. Uh, okay, so we're so se- seven years. Is that how long you've been open now? Fifteen to so no sixteen. Yeah, but we were we opened the trailer in May of 2017. May of 2017. So we okay. just celebrated gotcha. five years. Five years. At yeah. the, okay. Be serving like retail mm-hmm. or uh, customers being able yeah. to come up and do that. Exactly. Okay. Five years. That's huge. Yeah. Big deal. Yeah. That's awesome. I just wanted to keep the, I was like, yeah. if we can get to five years yeah. and survive. Cool. Then I can sit down and figure out what we're going to do Oh, next. that's awesome. Uh, well, thanks, Kim, for coming on. And, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm like, man, we could just talk to you all day. I didn't even realize we're doing a review here. So, uh, okay. Well, <laughs> Well, we'll transition, Kim. So okay. here we go. Here we go. Now we're going to talk about the review. Okay. So we got got the baseline, understanding a little bit more of the business. Um, this review, before I read it, so it was three years ago is what it says here. Yes. Um, I don't have, let me check. Okay, we don't have a name on here, but that's okay. Uh, People can, was this a Google review? I think her name is Linda. Yeah, it was a Google okay, review. Okay, okay, I'm just making sure. So we'll say Linda. We, we yeah. sometimes like put a name to it it's all public information so yeah. you can go look up this review if you'd like um but uh, so three years ago from from linda yes and okay. it was in the spring it was like springtime it was like may i think may okay usually i think in the springtime are people scaling back from baked goods because they're like oh i want to look good for summer i don't want but <laughs> then they start to get in like september and october and it's like oh sweatshirts all day now I can now I can eat some cheddar bacon scones or something. Right. So maybe May's maybe been, that played into it. But I think May's busy for with graduations. Sure, uh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Like the events and things, yeah. the the occasions. So and, yeah, cool. Yeah. All right, Kim, are you ready? Hit. I'm also going to do my really dumb rewind noise. Okay, do it. Okay, Kim, we are now going to <laughs> rewind. <laughs> I know you like that, Mike. Okay, three years ago, Linda said, <laughs> "I like how she apologized." This is a long review, and I apologize. Oh, so she's being really kind here off the top. I was there Friday, May... Oh, she even says this. Duh. I was there Friday, May 30th, 2019, at about 10.15... I'm assuming that's Mm -hmm, mm a.m. P.m. would be pretty late. Mm -hmm. There was one other group of two women waiting out an order. First, you need to know that there is no inside seating. It's basically a building where they bake in a trailer. It is getting ready to pour rain. I place my order and it starts to sprinkle and my daughter is cold because there is a fan on the patio. So I apologetically ask the clerk while she is processing my order to take it to go to take it to go. And she looks at me like it's the like that's the biggest request ever, but agrees. So I sit and wait and it's now raining. Not a big deal. 
Then she calls from a, from the window and says, my coffee is ready. I add some sugar and take a sip, and the coffee is cold. I did not order an iced coffee. I ordered a large 16-ounce hot coffee. They offer two different sizes. So I stand under the covered part of the trailer because now it's pouring, windy, and raining sideways. Finally, my three cinnamon rolls and three biscuits are ready, and I tell the lady that the coffee is cold, ice cold. She doesn't explain how she managed to serve cold coffee and tells me they are completely out of coffee at 10.30 a.m. on a Friday morning when the trailer should be open till 5 p.m. I stand there staring at her, waiting for her to offer to make it right, refund the $3 for the cold drip coffee, offer something else for the mistake, but she doesn't. So I take a few steps to walk away, but return to the window and give her the coffee and told her she can just have it back because it's complete trash. I should have requested my money back at this point. My mistake. The bakery door was open and I went in and let them know they served cold coffee and were also out of coffee. As other reviewers have stated, the customer service is not good. I feel bad because so many people seem to love this place. It doesn't matter how good your food is if you have a bad experience. It makes you not want to go back. I also gave the girl a 15% tip that comes up on the screen when they are running your credit card, which is annoying. I mean, I don't tip the cashier at Chick-fil-A for ringing up my order, and they don't ask me to. I say skip Bake Bliss. Hit Shipley's for hot kolaches and hot coffee. The end of the review. <laughs> Linda, uh, you also had a very nice response to this. Um, we, and as we kind of talk through it, if you want to pick out parts, we can we can discuss that. Um, okay. So, Kim, I'm going to ask the question. Yes. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> give me give me the rundown here. I you know, it was it was one of those days where multiple things set us up for like ex- extreme failure. Sure. So, um uh I had two employees who were great in the trailer. They'd been with me a long time. Yeah. Um, and they came to me at separately um, and said, hey, you know, when school's out, when college is, you know, when school's out for the semester, sure. I'm going to phase out. But they'd already been with me like three years. Oh, dang. Okay. So it wasn't like they were like, yeah. peace. Yeah. You know? Off the street, worked you right. for a week and then left. Yeah, they were right. with you a while. Okay. Right. But they had said that earlier on in the semester, and I was like, great. And in my mind, Mm -hmm. it was after the semester's over, you know, mid-May to the end of May. Mm -hmm. But I, again, learned the hard way that you say, can you put in writing (laughs) what you would like the last day for yourself to be? Sure, yeah, yeah. (laughs) When is that going to be? Right. And so separately, they came and gave me their two weeks notice, like, um, April, April to be like sure. the end of April to be because they're like, well, we kind of want May to be our playtime. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. great. And we're still <laughs> so young and people yeah. don't know us. It's like people walk into Jack in the Box and Starbucks every day mm-hmm. looking, you know, put put in an application. Sure. Yep. You know, but people didn't, still didn't yeah. know who we were. Yeah. So we didn't have people beating down the door to work for us. Sure. At that time. And um, so... I already knew it was going to be here. We get to pull on our big girl pants and May yeah. is just going to be a push. Yeah. I was looking for people at the mm-hmm. same time. Well, um, we had just decided to uh, 
subscribe and be uh, in the Waco Today and have an advertisement. Yeah, there. yeah, for sure. And they had said, hey, we want May to be your the feature article. Oh, baby. For uh, for June. Sure. And so we want to do this big, long article. And I was like, great. You know, it's going to come <laughs> out in June. Okay, okay, but, okay. Um, no one told no one told me. And if he did, I don't remember. But yeah. uh, that the Waco Today always comes out like two or three days early okay. before June. So sure. the June issue came out the Wednesday before June 1st. Okay. I didn't know. Oh, no. And, and at that time, we only really had enough business for someone to actually live in the trailer to serve customers on, yeah. on a Friday and a Saturday. Sure. That, you know. Yeah. Um, And so I just was like, okay, we can, we can do this. Mm -hmm. But they didn't, no one told me that, it was coming out on Wednesday. Yeah. So all of a sudden, there's like a ton of yeah, people. Yeah, you're getting all these people showing up. Right. Yeah, and it's Memorial Day weekend, right? exactly. May 30th, so you're having people in town. I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't oh, I didn't goodness. anticipate. I thought it was coming out the next sure, week. Sure, yeah, yeah. And so we're running. So, and I happened to have a migraine four days straight mm -hmm. in the middle of this week. Yeah. And it was like, okay, it's just dawning on me. We're, we're having... Okay, they're coming out. We're running out of mm. everything. Yeah, yeah. And so I had just hired these two young ladies that were like just out of high school. Yeah. And one had done food service, and she was she was a sharp kid. Sure. Um. And I so, uh, I had two other experienced bakers inside with me, trying to catch up mm -hmm. with what we were selling out of. Yeah. And they had only been there like two weeks. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. And then, uh, so it's like running out of product. Yeah. Four day migraine. Sure. Um, new staff. New staff. Yeah. Article comes out. Article yeah. comes out. And um, then that day up, I, I, I was like, because I had been, I'd worked like 16 or 17 hours on Thursday. Mm -hmm. I, in the midst of having a super bad migraine, I was like, I just, I got to go sleep for a few hours and yeah. I'll get back up there. And I didn't know we only had yeah one thing of coffee sure. in the trailer. No one is that the whole thing when you have new people. It's like yeah, if you're running low on something, yeah, get that get that refill coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or like uh, beans, coffee mm -hmm. beans. Yeah, if you know you're like only have a half a bag of mm -hmm. coffee beans, let yeah. me know. And we'll yeah, go to the grocery store. Sure, and we'll get some more. So yeah. it's like eleven o'clock or midnight Thursday night, and I I you know so. I didn't know we didn't have coffee beans. Yeah. And so I find out Friday, Friday morning, morning yeah. at 7 that we don't have coffee beans. <laughs> and so, but I mean, there was just no way yeah. to go get coffee beans. But it was like, yeah. as soon as there's a break, I'll go mm -hmm. get some coffee beans. Sure. And so uh, then the other element is that what this precious lady didn't <laughs> say, mention. mention, is that she only wanted a half a cup of coffee and mm. she wanted a half a cup of half and half so in the in the cup mm -hmm. what so what she got it? a 16 ounce cup of coffee but when i re reviewed it with the young lady yeah she was like uh. kim she only wanted like a half a cup of coffee and then she asked for like a half a cup of cream what and so having been a barista 
Yeah. My brain goes, yeah. oh, it's a no-brainer. I need to warm my cream or it's going to make the coffee cold. Gotcha. But she's 18 years yeah, old. Yeah, she doesn't know that. I wouldn't know that. I, I would know. have no idea. If right. I was working for you, I'd be like, okay, pour all the cream in there and you yep. got some milk and coffee. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And then um, uh, we're running. I didn't know the weather forecast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then like that weather hit like really fast. I didn't even know it was supposed to rain. And so it came on them so fast. I'm inside sure. by the ovens, and um, again, I'm sure she is a sweet lady, but I'm over by the ovens, can barely hear anything. Yeah. But my employees by the front door going through our recipe file folder, getting a recipe, and she looks up. This lady opens the door. <laughs> she yells. She just randomly yells into the kitchen. Yeah. And then slams the door. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, like who's coming into the trailer right now or right. the bat? Yeah. It's, like what's- um, we're in the bakery. She's displeased. So she walks from the trailer on her way to her car to step inside. Yeah. And whatever she said, I couldn't hear what she said, but Carl, Carly's like, somebody just like opened the door yelled and then slammed the door oh no this look i'm like what happened and she's like i don't even know what she said and so i was like (laughs) okay so began to figure out that this is what had happened sure but i just was like if this was such a negative experience for you yeah and you saw that this little service person is young mm-hmm. come say can, where's your manager yeah can i talk to somebody else yeah right. i i i think it's oh, man they obviously they mentioned nothing about the baked goods right, right. they i'm assuming she loved them right, right. she just, so it's like this you know it's like your primary reason that you are in business and why she's coming to mm-hmm. you is that these these treats are delicious. The mm-hmm. the bacon cheddar scone, the mm-hmm. cinnamon rolls, right? So then it now becomes this whole review centers around this this side. I mean, I'll call coffee a side item, but like this this thing that you know you're. I'll get the cinnamon rolls and then I'll get a coffee too. You right, know, right. and so having this be the reason it kind of sets her off may tell me that maybe something else, maybe having a bad day leading up to this. And this was just like the final straw, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, to, to come in and not at, like to really make it right. Asking mm-hmm. for a manager is your owner here. Like, can I talk to somebody like this coffee is really wasn't good. And yeah. so can I, can I get a refund or can I get mm-hmm. another coffee? And then, you know, she asked for another one or they say they're, they're out of coffee. So at that point, I think you just, Typically, if I'm a customer, or I am a customer, but I say, hey, well, then if you're out, can I just get a refund for this because it's cold? Yeah. And then everybody's, right. I mean, maybe she's not extremely happy, but that's not leading to a, a right. one-star review that is hard to understand. Yeah. Is that really being constructive, yeah. you know? And when when you have like multiple five, four and five stars, yes, and then a one-star can like take you down i mean yeah. it can take you down oh my gosh yeah the two things i was going to say are just and and we always mention these things just about small business is one you you mentioned the employees right and your your traditional rule of thumb your your two weeks notice right the mm-hmm. tale was old as time if if you're leaving a job it's just polite to give a, a two weeks notice that's just right. what you do if you want to leave on a good note with whatever company or employer you're with yeah. so it totally makes sense i feel like there almost should be a rule with like 
a small business or something that's like, not saying all small business is family owned, but just like if you have that kind of relationship, three years working for you, like they genuinely are like family at that point, yeah. like give a month's notice or like, you know, and I know they were telling you, Hey, I'm leaving at the end of the semester. But like when you give your official day, give me like a little bit more time right. because you're right. This isn't some big chain where they have just applications sitting in an inbox and you can go to the well. Right. This is going to take a little bit more time to find right. someone. So that just on a total aside that had nothing to do with the review. <laughs> I, I, I just want to say that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the second thing is that the reviews can be so detrimental. You mm -hmm. know, you go look at Chick-fil-A, they'll have, you know, 20,000 one-star reviews, but it doesn't matter because it's Chick-fil-A, right? Right. So, so I think when customers have to like dissect or they're thinking through, I'm frustrated, I'm just going to slap this review down. It does. It, it mm -hmm. can carry more weight yeah. and you might be doing more harm than, than, than your frustration is, is, is weighted and it, right. and it could just be a conversation with the owner or even just like an email or, or, or something yeah. that just says this yeah. is what the issue was. Yeah. So yeah, I'm with you. It is. It, that's, and especially when there are so much, many four and five stars too. Right. You know, I mean, you can go look at your business page, Facebook, Google, and be like, wow, this place is great. People love this place. So, you know, the, the one-offs, it always tells me it's just, it's frustration. There was something else. I mean, I, I get the weather and it's raining. I Even if you go look at pictures of your spot, you're going to know it's outside. Like, yeah. like you know, so that's part of the, the, the eclecticness, the coolness of the, the venue. And there's a lot of cool spaces that are outdoors. So yeah. I know she mentions that as kind of being a, Maybe not a negative, but just was like, oh, and it's outside, so the rain was being an issue. I, yeah. I mean, I, I grew I grew up in Oregon where mm. it rains, you know, three hundred days out of the year. <laughs> so you're just like, you just kind of used to it. Like I'll wait in the car, or I'll just sit under a, yeah. a tree and get dribbled on a little bit. But, <laughs> um, so from this review, um, was there anything? And I know we touched on this kind of before we got into the review, but we always like to talk about did it affect how you do business moving forward or how you train or anything. So did, did this review specifically when you read it, um, did it, did you go back to the staff and say, okay, we're now going to do uh, uh, closing duties is now checking the coffee or making sure we have been, <laughs> did anything like that happen yeah. from this review? Yes. Okay. So it was, you know, set up, you know, and that's my thing with re reviews is like, what do we change to be better? Mm -hmm. And, and it was, um, I feel like cold coffee, that's a really hard one to to train everybody to say. Yeah. Because that was such a rare request. It was. You know, but the whole, we're going to have, we're going to have enough inventory mm -hmm. to do at least two days worth of business if something happens and we can't get to the grocery store. Sure. There just has to be enough inventory. Yeah. And so inventory control was a big thing of like, how yeah. do I set up a structure for better inventory control? Yeah, for sure. You know, and I think it was really, I think every one-star review that I read, it's good for my employees to see my response. Yep. And how, and then to say, okay, let's all read this. Yeah. And I, I just, I think people, if you've grown up in a healthy world of discipline, like where discipline's a good thing, yeah. then you can emotionally step back mm -hmm. and go, okay, she was frustrated, but yeah. what do we learn? Yes. How do we be better humans? Totally. There are, and that's something that just over time reading reviews or getting my own one-star reviews or interviewing 
business owners like yourself, there is a little bit of nugget of truth in all of it. Exactly. Even if it feels like, oh, I just am so frustrated at this customer that left this review. Right, right. And they're they're crazy. They're ridiculous and whatever. Right. There's always like a little something in there mm -hmm. that's like, it's okay, exactly right. yeah, we probably could have been better there. Mm -hmm. um, so it's good to have that perspective. Because yes. if you just toss out every bad review you get and just say, oh, you know, unlucky or didn't matter, mm -hmm. you're probably missing some teachable moments. Yes. Um, and it's yes. just having the head to to like dissect it and not be like upset about it. I mm -hmm. usually reviews like looking at it the next day, like, so you've kind of had a moment to process, talk to the staff, right? Yeah. And I know you were there, yeah. but you, you know, you were, you were at the ovens or, you know, yeah. not like directly with that, this customer. So it's good to kind of get the opinion from the staff and see yeah. what's going on. Yes. Um, the, the, the detail in this review is interesting. I always like to try to pick out little interesting nuggets about all these <laughs> things. Usually like, the you know i was there at about 10 15 she was describing the scenario the the way it was raining um how she her thought process of mm -hmm. do i walk away or come back mm -hmm. like that usually you don't see that kind of detail in a review like that so i just always find that interesting exactly you know exactly that she takes the time to like let you know or let anybody that reads it know like what her thought patterns were as she was like deciding how do i go and tell the staff that my half coffee, half, half and half was, was cold. That doesn't surprise me. But so I find that interesting. Um, I thought that was a little tidbit. Um, at the end where she mentions giving the girl a 15% tip that comes up on the screen, she says she calls that annoying. Uh, and I know this was 2019, but today, I mean, I don't go to a place that doesn't say that like it. And there are even some places mm -hmm. like food always like, doesn't surprise me. I'm not annoyed by that. It you're, I mean, yeah. it's, you know, they're not coming out and serving you cause it's an outdoor, like tips seem normal in yeah. that setting. Yeah. You even get tips now where it's like, you're going to go get uh, your oil change. And it's like, Oh, can I get a tip? Or, you know, it's like some <laughs> random stuff. And you're like, right. why would I tip you for that? You know? So <laughs> her finding that annoying is, is, uh, is annoying. Uh, cause I feel like that's just standard yeah. practice. And it's, it's a, part of our the system that mm -hmm. we purchased yes so it's not like i was like hmm, yeah let's find a way to annoy our customers <laughs> yeah like, well and it's this and that's not like oh i'm gonna line baked bliss's pocket like those are going to the staff i exactly. mean it's like they're you know they're 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 working they're having a friendly mm -hmm. face they're working in the rain i mean not in the rain but it's raining yeah in kind of an outdoor uh, setup so it's like anyway i don't know i, I thought her throwing that at the end was like a little bit of a dagger in the yeah uh, in the in the back or whatever but um and it, it makes yeah. i think with that what where it kind of hurts my heart a little is our product is from scratch and a reason mm. that i am still at five years still kind of in the bakery not every day but a, sure. a lot of the time yeah. is to, i don't think people understand what it takes to roll out <laughs> 20 you know, pans of cinnamon rolls by hand. <laughs> yeah, they don't. And, and so when someone's like, ah, 50 for a cinnamon roll, <laughs> and it's just like, when you say that to yeah. my employee, which that did happen one time, mm. I, I feel like you're saying to my employee, your effort yeah. is not worth mm -hmm. my purchase. Sure. Yeah. And so yeah. that just kind of hurts. Yeah. For my employee's yeah, sake. For and, sure. and me, because I did, create a yeah. lot of the recipes not all of them but yeah. a lot of them a lot of them yeah. and so yeah um but it always goes back to um 
if you can take the sting out of what that person just said to you, yeah, like you said, what's the nugget that I can take yeah. and sure. shape the business and be better? Because my my uh, mission <coughs> statement for Bake Bliss is we exist to create bliss. Sure, and bliss means heavenly joy or heavenly salvation. So if I'm gonna come in every day and go, my customers are gonna have a heavenly experience. Yeah. My customers are going to have heavenly food. Mm-hmm. And he, I, even one of my new hires that I've been training, he's like, I've never, he's worked at other bakeries. He was like, yeah. when you first started training me, I was kind of annoyed that there was so much attention to detail. <laughs> and and I was slightly annoyed that. But what I've learned is yeah. you really care about yeah. what you're giving your customers. Yeah. And I have more confidence working here because I know yeah. what the time and the care we're putting into these things. Yeah. Yeah. That, that totally trickles down to your staff. Like they know Kim cares the de- the detail that she's put into this. You're not just doing that to annoy your staff. Like that's done for a reason, <laughs> you know, and there's a purpose behind it. And I think they do maybe in the beginning, they're not used to a job with that kind of detail, but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean it's a bad job. That just means, Oh wow. I'm actually working for an owner that, that, that really genuinely, yeah. Every cinnamon roll that comes out of this joint, or every cheddar baker, cheddar, cheddar bacon scone. How many times am I going to say it on the podcast? But like <laughs> that, 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 those all individually matter. This isn't just some get it out and who cares, you know? Yeah. So yeah. that that that's a big deal, and I think that's why people. I mean, Kim, you you get so many people come to your place. Like that's why people show up. And yeah, mm-hmm. the one off weird ones. I I think this is just it's phenomenal in a way because this review being a one star is just talking about the coffee. Like she knew, well, shoot, shoot, the cinnamon roll is really good, but you know, so I'm going to complain about the coffee. But um, you know, I think that's just a, a testament to what you have going on, and and you're going to keep going to keep going. I mean, yeah. it is a it is a it is a Waco staple, is what you have, Thanks, you know, man. and and things that wow. have come up in the last few years, you know, t- I love it. I love that the town's growing and I love that there's new ideas and new, you know, mm-hmm. bakery, all your cookie places now, like all this yeah, stuff. Right. Yeah. But I think it's always good to kind of have those ones that are kind of pillars. You want to call it of just like yeah. kind of when the town started to, to change or more people showed up mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call it. But like, um, that, that, that was, that was super pivotal, pivotal. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, man, I, I think it's, I'm, I'm glad you replied to the review. I'm glad, uh, you know, you're able to talk to your staff about them. I think that's always really good. So, yeah. um, okay, Kim. Okay. So we're wrapping up. Okay. Okay. We rewound. So we talked about the past. We read the review, uh, the present, you and I are talking about it now, uh, future. We just kind of things that you were changing, um, you know, from the review, if, if that changed how you do your business moving forward. Yeah. Our final thing we always do is I'm going to be Linda. Okay. I'm Linda now. I, okay. I, I want my coffee, half coffee, half, half and half. Okay. <laughs> so no, but if you had kind of one last thing to say, if you were going to say one thing to me, to Linda, mm-hmm. what would you say right now? If she was in the studio mm. in this chair, Sitting you, <laughs> sitting across from you. I think, I think more than anything, it's. I think when you look someone in the eye, mm-hmm. and you really listen. Yeah. I would say, Linda, is there anything else that you just need to get off your chest or think that would be 
an improvement for how we could serve you better. And then I would say the things that I've said before is I can't give you that coffee experience back in that moment yeah. or the pastry experience that or whatever that moment was that was so negative. Mm. But I, I want you to know that we want you to really encounter a place of peace and love and joy when you come here. And so if there's anything else that you think yeah. would be good for us to hear, cool. Just let me know. Good. So, okay. I appreciate that, Kim. I'm, I'm Linda now. No, but, uh, <laughs> cool. Well, Kim, thank you so much for coming sure. on, talking, telling your story, talking through a review. <laughs> I always appreciate the time. Yay. Great. You have yes. a good day. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.